Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, Phil, uh, the Sheffield Shield was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? Well, they did battle it out, Rick, didn't they? Um, Hetty got amongst the runs and um, Carey got amongst the runs. So, But, uh, yeah, still fell 100-odd short. So. Well, I will admit that I gave them no chance of actually getting past about the first session on the last day, but they got uh, into the last session, and it was due to the two blokes that you've said, uh, Head uh, getting 80-odd and Carey getting 98. It's interesting, it seems to me that particularly with Travis Head, the time that he makes big runs is when he basically is not slogging, but playing as a one-day cricketer. And I think he got his 85 off of about 90-odd balls. And I think the philosophy would have been, well, we're not going to get the run, so I might as well go and play my a la natural game. Um, and, and carries were in quick time as well. I, I just think it's rather sad that it seems as if uh, the Redbacks, when they have to play four-day cricket as four-day cricketers instead of the one-day style, they struggle badly. Well, that's both their games, isn't it? They like the, the more of a slog. They don't build an innings, you know, as you used to in your state days there, Rick. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Phil. But no, uh, they, they just, that's their natural game and it is the slog. Uh, well, yeah. And I think that's the big problem that, that it's, it would seem as if the Redbacks have uh, had less uh, success in being able to change formats from, you know, 2020 cricket to 50 over cricket to the real four-day mm. game. And as a consequence, their performance has gone down. Um, you might find this interesting. I actually had a quick look after I read the article that Jamie Siddons, the, the Redbacks coach, uh, made after the game, saying that it's all to do with the Duke's ball and it's swinging and, and the boys haven't adapted. Well, you know, my argument for Jamie would be, well, hang on, it's the same Duke's ball for every other team and every other batsman in the competition, and obviously they're adjusting a little bit better than ours are because um, we're not handling it too well, um, and, uh, well, obviously the state that we got beaten. Uh, the most interesting thing to me was that if you look at our batting order, which in theory is quite long uh, and goes down to number seven, it, I mean, and you can justifiably say it goes down to number seven with Carey batting at seven, Dalton, Weatherall, Ferguson, Head, Lehman, Cooper and Carey. Now, out of those 14 innings played by those seven guys in this game that's just finished, would you believe that only on three occasions did someone get to 30 or more? Now, I mean, that's, that's, good that, that, that's just not a good enough return. You know, and of those three innings, uh, Lehman got there on 30, and the only two who got past 30 were Head's 85 and Carey's 98, on, as it were, the last day, you know. Mm. And so the problem, obviously... I mean, we argue that we've got the best swing, fast bowling attack in the competition, which is probably true. And with the Duke's ball, um, we should be right up there. But if the batsmen don't make runs, uh, and, you know, stating the obvious, that's what happened in this game. Yeah. No, I mean, that's... Uh, wow, that's... Look at those stats, eh? It is a, it is a bit of an indictment on, you know, like three, three 30s or above out of 14 digs from you... Yeah. I mean, the only other bloke who did well was Zampa, 
who's meant to be in the side as a leg spin bowler. And he went out and slogged on both occasions and got a 50. And as you said earlier, the only time that we see the Redbacks, as it were, as individuals perform is when they pretend they're playing one-day mm. cricket. You had an interesting stat on Zampa, though, too, uh, Rick. Well, I did. And, uh, you know, I don't want to knock the guy, but it was interesting. I heard some commentators saying something very similar on uh, uh, the computer um, presentation the other day, that uh, Zampa's success has been in the T20s and the 50-over game. And if you look at his first-class performance, he has got a bowling average of 495 and a batting average of 20.83. Now, if it was the other way Turn around... around. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's actually in the in the side as a bowler, and a 45.92 average, uh, really, it's hard to see how he gets a Guernsey. That's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, that is, you know? You know, it, it really isn't very good. Um, and, you know, he I mean, gets... He's playing for Australia, too, in the short version. Yeah. But, I mean, there's my theory, and we won't go into it for very, you know, very long. But, really, in the short version, particularly the T20 version, someone is going to get wickets. I mean, you, with all due respect to your amazing ability as a bowler, <laughs> uh, in your four overs, if they're out slogging, uh, which th that's all they do, then if they miss hit one, then as sure as eggs, you're going to pick up a wicket. But I'd have to put some of the fieldsmen over the other side of the fence to catch them. I, I was actually going to say, the only problem you might have is that unless they're inside the boundary, the catch doesn't count. Fair enough. Now, I hear there's some pretty amazing news about the well, uh, Barossa Light and uh, Gawler Footy League. There is a little bit happening. Just, you know, early days, trial games about to kick off. Um, Charlie Molyneux, gone. Um, Unbelievable yeah, player. Victoria, yeah, Victoria. Um, is, Why is uh, he going? partner. Partner's got a job. She's just, I reckon she's a nurse, if I read rightly. Um, yeah, so he's he's gone to, and I don't think he'll play at any higher level than probably the amateur league over there, I would think. So right. um, very good little player. Wow, 10 games or something last year, won the medal, polled best virtually every game he Well, am I right in. in suggesting that Gawler Central had already lost uh, yes, Braiding, Stanley and Hill. Um, Just say it quickly. Yeah, Braiding and Stanley, I believe, have gone uh, to York Peninsula. Hilly, I'm not too sure what Hilly's done with. He's just retired or not. He was, um, He's a good footballer, young Clint Hill. Well, he's not that young anymore. But um, been a great player for them over the, over the years, and as have Stanley, obviously, a male medalist a couple of years back, and Braiding, ex um Central Districts played a bit of Centrals underage and uh, been a real handy player for them. Well, Phil, you know BL and G backwards, having umpired your 600-odd games. And, uh, I mean, you you say you take four players of that calibre out of any side, you'd really say they'd have to struggle to make well, the four, wouldn't they? And the problem they're going to have now is I think Charlie was one of their um, marquee players. So you try and pick up a marquee player now, like a, a you know good ex-league player, that isn't taken to a club already, already yes. committed to another club, so that's where the, that's where the problem will lie is yeah. trying to replace him somehow. Yeah. Um, while we're on the local footy, I've have got a little bit more. Um, Angerston looked like they've picked up four. Um, young uh, Andrew Peck comes back, who's he's kicked seventy odd goals in the last couple of seasons. He had a year off last year, just just done nothing. He's the small forward. Yeah, he? good little player. Yeah. He can play. Yeah. Um, 
blink on has come back from centrals now permanently came back late in the season played half a dozen games very good player then you've got harvey x male miller probably getting a bit old in the tooth long in the tooth he's about 35 36 but very handy uh country footballer and will fallon who's been overseas for the last couple of seasons um he's come back and he won a uh, rookie of the year a few years back so uh, well, they they won the premiership in the twos, didn't they? Yeah, in the bees. Yeah. The, yeah. So, so would with the addition of those guys, and I can only but assume a few of the uh, twos would come up. They should do a bit better, shouldn't well, they? Well, or... you put four, and they're four good players. They're four quality players in the side. It's all about depth, isn't it? Yes. As you know, Rick. So um, let's face it; they're going to be got to be stronger than they were last year. Finished bottom in the. In the ones yeah. and, and top in the twos, yeah. so not sure how that works either. But um, yeah, well, so. it probably means that, as you've just said, uh, the fact that they're bottom in the ones, top in the twos, means that you've got a a, a good depth of sort of second, third string yeah, players, average sort of yes, players, and, yeah, and maybe the, these additions might be the three or four that they need to help some of these younger, more inexperienced guys out. You know, as you all know, you can be a good B grader, but you're never going to be quite that A grade yeah, yeah. Uh, standard, and perhaps that's what they had in their B grade, yeah. which were good B graders couldn't quite step up. Yeah. But with these four additions, I mean, it's got to be, certainly got to be better. I mean, Tanunda going to be around the mark by the looks. Yes. So they've picked up a few. It is so. interesting though, isn't it, that sort of, I guess, success breeds success, and success also breeds stability. And uh, there's not too many uh, disappearing from Barossa, are there? <laughs> no, and that, yeah, well, they picked up um, young Taylor from, uh, he came from Adelaide Uni, and uh, he's a past best and fairest winner for him. Uh, Stelz has come back, he, he must be 34, 35 now, Stelzer, but very good little player, mm. little small forward heel players. And yeah, and they've still got the big fellas, you know, yeah. Miles. Well, and... you, can't, you can't imagine them not being there again. They've got to be around the mark. And I, I tip to none. At this stage, I'd tip to none to be their, um, let's say, opposition. Well, there, there you are, folks. You've heard it first on this yep. uh, podcast. And I can be biased <laughs> or unbiased this year because I've got no foot in the door being an umpire. So can... You've heard it first. Yep. Phil Fechner <laughs> reckons that the grand final, so we might as well get rid of the yep, season already. We're going to have Barossa, Barossa <laughs> District versus Tanunda. Is that right? Yes. And who right. are you going to go for the victory? Um, I reckon Tananda might upset him this year. Is that right? Yep. That's a big call. It is. What are we? Just Here we are. First we'll write of that March. down, Rick. First... I'm writing it down right now. Tananda think... to beat Brosser in the grand final. Gee whiz. I wonder what Centibet would have on that at this <laughs> present state. Now, listen, I've heard a rumour. Now, I don't know whether this is right or wrong, but our producer has suggested to me that you've got the most amazing joke. Well, it came from my wife. On she found it on uh, on the internet. Is that right? So, so um, you, let's have a listen to it. Eh? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have a. You're usually the joke artist here, so I'm, I'm going to come out of it's out of character for me. But uh, four people on a plane, Rick. Yes, gone. And uh, three parachutes. Oh dear. Yeah, they were in trouble. Anyhow, the first one to go was Michael Jordan. And he said, well, I'm the greatest basketball that's ever been. You know, I deserve a parachute. And they said, yeah, okay, no worries. So out went Michael. Down he went. The next one was the uh, President of the United States. Well, I'm the greatest President of the United States has ever had. I've got to have a parachute. Out he went. 
And yeah, so it left the Pope. So the Pope. Yes, and who and, else? And a young 10-year-old boy. They were left there with... Two of them with one parachute. Well, that's what they thought. But the young boy said, we don't need to worry. And uh, the Pope said, why is that? And he said, well, the greatest president of the United States just took my backpack. <laughs> Well, I had a try anyway, Rick. Uh, Not as smooth as you. But... Oh, no. That, honestly, that's made me... I think you'll have to take over the jokes. <laughs> <after that. laughs> and while we're on it, um, uh, we'll get just get off of uh, footy. And I just went to a, a bowls test match last night. I'd never, I've never seen one myself. It's SA versus Victoria. Ladies and men at the Salisbury Bowling Club. Well, that would be that would be mind-blowing stuff. No, it? I know you're saying that with a bit of tongue in cheek, but anyway, it was. It was it, very entertaining. If you're into bowls, it was very entertaining stuff. I didn't watch much of the women; they were right over the other side. But the men's oh. match was just a cracker. Victoria won the two tests yesterday. They got two tests today. So if I get home in time, I'm going to try and watch the uh, and then one on the Friday. So they have a five-test series. So far, the Vicks are up 2 0 in both oh, ladies right, and right. Um, in the men. So, uh, and, yeah. And is this a regular thing? Is there an they interstate do. competition or, um, or just between Just South a Australia? test series. They play for um, probably a cup for, of, you know, uh, Rick drew a cup or something like that. You right. know, some great sports person <laughs> they name it after. But, um, yeah, they, they quite often have a, um, a test. Like, as we interviewed Adam. He's played over 100. He didn't play for the state this time, um, but he's played over 100 uh, state, state games. Game. So, I mean, they clock them up pretty quick, you know. If you play a five test, there's five games there. So, oh, that's, yeah. That's so, no, it was quite interesting to have a look at. And, yes. um, I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, then. Well, we've covered uh, the Sheffield Shield. Unfortunately, South Australia, you'd never guess where they are on the table now, Phil. Well, they're top if you turn the premiership table upside down, aren't they? Well, you're right on the money. They, <laughs> they've slid back to bottom again, and um, they're playing Tasmania in Tasmania in the next game, which uh, unfortunately, um, and, and sport's only as good as the next game you play, but unfortunately they have not got a good track record in the last few years, even though they've been doing better. Um, they find Tasmania over there a bit tricky. But anyway, their chances of, of getting to the final yeah, that's now gone. are zilch. I mean... Um... Only last week they were fourth, yeah. so it must be a very tight comp, as we I think we touched on last it, week. It but, is, um, it is tight, uh, but the way it's the results have panned out this week has opened it up a yeah, bit. Yeah. And I mean, the most amazing thing about Queensland is that other than uh, Matty Renshaw, um, you you uh, well, I I suppose Swepson, the leg spinner, who has you know been a bit like uh, Zamper, I suppose, except his stats are far better than Zamper's. Um, you know, they're a no-name side, and yet mm. they, they're going to finish top and host the Sheffield Shield. And as we've discussed prior on other shows, um, the chances of not winning the final uh, if you're hosting it are next to... You, you, you've, you're guaranteed because yeah, you, don't, don't like you don't have to win. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I don't like we've it. been through yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have a final at all. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's, it's Whoever it's, finishes top, so Exactly, because you. since yep. we've had the final, the strike rate of an upset has only been about 16%, which means there's a waste mm. of space. And yep. by, by the time they play it, as we know, footy it's started footy everything else. And, yep. and, you know, let's face it, they played it in Alice Springs last year, so it, 
it could where's the not nice well, northwestern dog they enjoyed it nice northwestern <laughs> town in queensland for this this year's is it Cairns. you go up right up the top well, of Cairns Cairns, somewhere, that's eh? probably better than yeah. alice springs i would have thought but anyway all right until next time this is rick this is phil